Blog Talk Radio. The Bible says my king is a seven-way king. He's a king of the Jews. That's a racial king. He's a king of Israel. That's a national king. He's a king of righteousness. He's the king of the ages. He's the king of heaven. He's the king of glory. He's the king of kings. And he's the Lord of lords. That's my king. Well, I wonder, do you know it? (laughs) David said, the heavens declare the glory of God. And the firmament showeth his handiwork. My king is a, is a sovereign king. No means of measure can define his limitless love. No far-seeing telescope can bring into visibility the coastline of his shoreless supply. No barrier can hinder him from pouring out his blessings. He's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere. He's eternally steadfast. He's immortally graceful. He's impurely powerful. He's impartially merciful. Do you know him? He's the greatest phenomenon that has ever crossed the horizon of this world. He's God's son. He's a sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He stands in the solitude of himself. He's august and he's unique. He's unparalleled. He's He is the loftiest idea in literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He is the supreme problem in high criticism. He's the fundamental doctrine of true theology. He is the coral necessity for spiritual religion. He's the miracle of the age. He is the superlative of everything good that you choose to call him. He's the only one qualified to be an all-sufficient Savior. I wonder if you know him today. He supplies strength for the weak. He's available for the tempted and the tried. He sympathizes and he saves. He strengthens and sustains. He guards and he guides. He heals the sick. He cleanses the lepers. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captives. He defends the feeble. He blesses the young. He serves the unfortunate. He regards the age. He rewards the diligent. And he beautifies the meager. I wonder if you know him. Well, this is my king. He's the key to knowledge. He's the wellspring of wisdom. He's the doorway of deliverance. He's the pathway of peace. He's the roadway of righteousness. He's the highway of holiness. He's the gateway of glory. Do you know him? Well, his office is manifold. His promise is sure. His life is matchless. His goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. His word is enough. His grace is sufficient. His reign is righteous, and his yoke is easy, and his burden is lighter. I wish I could describe him to you, because he's indescribable. He's incomprehensible. He's invincible. He's irresistible. Well, you can't get him out of your mind. You can't get him off of your hand. You can't outlive him. 
and you can't live without him. Yeah! 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 That's my kid! All right. Amen, 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 amen. I teach in the master's name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, my Lord and Savior, my God, my rock, my redeemer, the lover of my soul. I want to say Shabbat Shalom to everyone out there, and welcome to another edition of the Sword of the Spirit. I'm Brother Miles, and I'm your host. We have been dealing in the book of Exodus, and we're going to start in Exodus 34 today. Uh, where Moses has given the people uh, the instructions for the temple. And he has come down from the mountain, and the people have rebelled against the Most High. The Most High uh, was mad. He wanted to kill the people, and Moses talked him out of it. And then Moses came down and actually saw what the people were doing, and he wanted to kill the people. So now we are going to be where Moses is going back to redo the tablets, because he threw the tablets at the foot of the people uh, and broke them. And so he is going going to be redoing the uh, the tablets uh, made of stone with the Ten Instructions or the Ten Commandments on them. So we're going to pick it up there tonight. But before we do, I'm going to pray us in, and I'm going to uh, read from Psalm 70 for this Shabbat scripture reading. So if I can have the brothers to uncover their heads, the sisters to cover their heads, and let us turn toward the east, toward Jerusalem, holy hands raised to the Most High. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. We thank you for life and health and strength today. We thank you for the opportunity to once again come together and to break bread and to observe your Shabbat, a day of rest that you have ordained that your people should keep perpetually throughout all times. Father, we ask that you will forgive us our sins if you forgive those who have sinned against us. We ask that you lead us not into temptation, but that you deliver us from evil. We ask that you hold not the iniquities of our forefathers against us, for they are all gone by the way of the grave, and we are still yet here, seeking to keep your statutes, laws, and commandments in spirit and in truth. Father, you have said that your people Israel have done wickedly and that they have sinned before you, and that they have walked contrary to you and that you have walked contrary to them. And you have said that if they would accept us, Accept uh, that they were sinners, and that they have walked contrary to you, and if they would accept the punishment, and if they would repent, that you would once again turn your eyes and your ears towards your people Israel, and you would hear our prayers and our supplications. So, Father, we want to acknowledge that we have been wicked, and that we have sinned before you, and that we have walked contrary to you. And, Father, we repent of that sin, and we ask that. Uh, you will forgive us our sins that we and our forefathers have committed to you. Father, our testimony will be to the world that this is what happened when you disobey the Most High Elohim. And Father, we won't complain about the punishment that you have put upon us by scattering us throughout all the nations of the world. But Father, please turn your eyes and your ears and watch again towards your children. Hear our supplications and our prayers and deliver us from this captivity that you have put us into. Father, we pray for the seed of Abraham, all of those that you should call, because this is the faithful seed that you're looking for. So, Father, we want to send this word out to them 
that all that you will have called will hear your calling that they will come to you. Father, we pray for Israel that is asleep, that you might wake them and give them an unction to come and keep your statutes, laws, and commandments. We pray for Israel that is awake, that you might give them a meek and a humble spirit, spirit of love, for you are love. Now, Father, as we go to work in the vineyard, we ask that you will smile upon this work, that you will give us faith in all that we do. In Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, precious name I pray, amen and amen. Let us go toward the book of Psalms, chapter 70. To the chief musician, the Psalm of David, to bring to remembrance, make haste, O Elohim. Deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Yah. Let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward to confusion that desire my hurt. Let them be turned back to for reward of their shame that say, Aha, aha. Let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. And let such as love thy salvation say continually, let Elohim be magnified, but I am poor and needy. Make haste unto me, O Elohim. Thou art my help and my deliverance. O Yah, make no tarrying, but a most I add a blessing to the reading, the hearing, the understanding, and most of all the doing of his word. In Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, precious name I pray, amen and amen. All right, we're going to go ahead and get into this reading. The book of Exodus, starting in chapter 34, and I hope if you have your books, you go along with me. We want to say Shabbat Shalom out there to everybody in uh, Blog Talk land, in Pal Talk land, on the Internet in general, wherever you may be listening. Peace and blessings to you and your family. Okay, the book of Exodus, chapter 34. And Yah said unto Moses, Hew thee two tables of stone, like unto the first. Remember I said before that Moses threw the first tablets at the people. You know, saying they weren't worthy of the of the word of Yah, the commandment. They had he had been gone forty days, and in forty days they had rebelled and sinned. And so now he's going back to create or recreate these two tablets. Now remember the first two were written by uh, the Most High, the finger of the Most High. These Moses has to do himself. So let's read it. And I will write upon these tables the words that were in the first tablets which thou breakest, and be ready in the morning, and come up in the morning unto Mount Sinai, and present thyself there to me in the top of the mountain. And no man shall come up with thee, neither let any man be seen throughout all the mountain, neither let the flocks nor the herds feed before the, that mountain. And he hewed two tables of stone like unto the first. And Moses rose up early in the morning and went up unto Mount Sinai, as Yah had commanded him, and took in his hand the two tablets or two tables of stone. And Yah descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of Yah. And Yah passed before him and proclaimed, Yah, Yah Elohim, merciful, and gracious, long-suffering, abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands and forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, 
and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children until the third and fourth generation. And Moses made haste and bowed his head toward the earth and worshiped. And he said, If I now have found grace in thy sight, O Yah, let my, let, my, let my Lord or my master, I pray thee, go among us, for it is a stiff-necked people, and pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us for thine inheritance. And he said, Behold, I make a covenant before thy people. I will do marvels such as have not been done in all the earth, nor in any nation. And all the people among which thou art shall see the work of Yah, for it is a terrible thing that I will do with thee. Observe thou that, that which I command thee this day. Behold, I drive out before thee the Amorite and the Canaanite and the Hittite and the Perizzite and the Hivite and the Jebusite. Take heed to thyself, lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, whether thou goest, lest it be a snare in the midst of thee. So the Most High saying, hey, don't, don't have fellowship with these people that I'm about to drive out the land. But ye shall destroy their altars, break down their images, and cut down their groves. But thou shalt worship no other Elohim. For Yah, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous Elohim. Least thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, and they go a whoring after their God, and do sacrifice unto their God, or their Elohim, and call thee, and thou eat of his sacrifice. So here the Most High said, hey, don't mix with these people and don't make a covenant with them and inhabit and make your inhabit you know habitations with them because they get among you and they're going to be worshiping their Elohim, their God. And they may call you to eat a sacrifice that they sacrifice to their God. And thou take of thy and, and thou take of their daughters and unto their unto thy sons, and their daughters go a whoring after their God. And make thy sons go a whoring after their God. So no matter what, you say, hey, don't mix with these people, don't marry with them, because they're gonna they will make their children, whomever marries them, whether it's male or female, worship their God. Thou shalt make thee no molten images. I think people don't read the scriptures because, you know, all the molten images of a Messiah. Uh, the one that white people have made up, uh, the image of him on the cross, the crucifix, says don't make any motion images. So how can you use those things? The feast of unleavened bread thou shalt keep. Seven days thou shalt eat unleavened bread, as I commanded thee in the time of the month of Abib. For in the month of Abib thou attainest out from Egypt. All that opens the matrix is mine. He says, everything that comes through the womb, that's the matrix, is his. Every firstling among the cattle, whether ox or sheep, that is male. All the, the firstlings are what? All the males, whether it's animals, and we're going to see whether it's men. Belong to, the firstborn belong to the most high. But the firstlings of an ass thou shalt redeem with a lamb. And if thou redeem him not, then thou shalt break his neck. All the firstborn of thy sons thou shalt redeem. 
and none shall appear before me empty. So they're supposed to, everybody's supposed to appear before the Most High what? With something to offer. Six days shall thou work, but on the seventh day thou shalt rest. In, in earing time and in harvest thou shalt rest. So when I read this, what came to mind is, you know, you got a, a crop out there, and you're trying to bring in this crop. And you want to hurry up and get it in before the, the insects get to it or before weather kills it or what have you. And the most I said, it don't matter. Whether you're planting or whether you are work six days and on the seventh, you're going to rest. Now, if everybody's doing what they're supposed to do, the most I will make sure that the bugs don't get to your crops and that the weather don't come in and destroy it. Even your enemies won't come in and attack, and we're going to read this with you. Okay. Verse 22, and thou shalt observe the feast of weeks and of the first fruits of the wheat harvest and the feast of the ingathering at the year's end. Thrice or three times in the year shall all your men children appear before me, before Yah Elohim, the Elohim of Israel. So three times a year we're supposed to appear before him, all the men. For I will cast out the nations before thee and enlarge thy borders. Neither shall any man desire thy land, when thou shalt go up to appear before Yah thy Elohim three times in the year. So he said, hey, whenever you come up to, to this feast to see me three times a year, ain't no nation going to come against you. I'm going to make sure they don't come against you. They're not even going to think to come against you. They're not going to desire it. Thou shalt not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leaven. Neither shall the sacrifice of the feast of the Passover be left unto the morning. The first of the fruit of the land thou shalt bring, thou shalt bring unto the house of Yah thy Elohim. Thou shalt not seed a kid in its mother's milk. Now a kid is a is a um, a small lamb or a goat, okay. And traditional or Orthodox Judaism has said, hey, this means that you shouldn't mix dairy with milk. That could not be the farthest thing from the truth because the Most High. Abraham killed a lamb, had milk and cooked it in milk and butter, and had bread made, and came and offered it to the Most High, and it was acceptable. So when he said, "Thou shalt not see the kid in his mother's milk," that is for the actually for the animal's sake. Here it is: you're going to kill this child, and now you're going to cook that that lamb uh, baby in its own milk. Animals have more feelings than we may ever understand. And if you've ever had a pet, you'll know that they have some intelligence, more intelligence than what we might want to consider that they have. So the most high, it doesn't want to be cruel to anything. But this doesn't mean that you can't have dairy with milk, uh, dairy with, with meat. And Yah said unto Moses, uh, Write thou these words, for after the, the tenor of these words, I have made a covenant with thee and with Israel. And he was there with Yah forty days and forty nights. He did neither eat bread nor drink water. And he wrote upon the tables of the word, and he wrote upon the table the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. And it came to pass when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of testimony in Moses' hand, 
when he came down from the mountain, that Moses knew not that his skin of his face shone like he talked while he talked with him. So Moses' face is shining. He doesn't know it. He's been in the presence of the Most High. Something I saw here, and I'll, I'll try to bring it out. Uh, it's something I saw here that Moses just didn't stop glowing when he came down. But let's read it and see if you can pick it up. And when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come near him. And Moses called unto them, and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned unto him, and Moses talked with them. And afterwards, all the children of Israel came nigh or near, and he gave them in commandment all that Yah had spoken with him in, the, in Mount Sinai. And t- until Moses had done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. So when he finished speaking with them, then he veiled his face. And when Moses went in before Yah to speak with him, he took the veil off until he came out. And he came out and spake with the children of Israel that which he was commanded. And the children of Israel saw the face of Moses, that the skin of his face, Moses' face shone, and Moses put the veil upon his face again until he went in to speak with him. So every time Moses would go in to speak before the Most High, he would come out glowing. And because it scared the people, he would cover his face. But when he went before the Most High, he would take that veil off. And when he came out, he would put the veil back on. So this was a continual thing. And Moses gathered all the congregation of the children of Israel together and said unto them, These are the words where Yah has commanded that you should do them. Six days shall be work six days shall work be done, but on the seventh day there shall be to you a holy day, a Sabbath of rest to Yah. Whosoever does work therein shall be put to death. Is the Sabbath a serious thing? It's a killing offense. And today the world does not honor the Sabbath. Most Christians don't honor the Sabbath. But this is a killing offense. You shall kindle no fire throughout your habitation upon the Sabbath. Remember when they were in the wilderness and he said, I'm going to provide manna for you six days, and on the sixth day you should gather for two days? Here it is right here. He said, hey, on this day, I don't want you to cook. So you, if I gave you, I trained you before to make two days' worth of food, continue to do that. And Moses spake unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, this is the thing which Yah commanded, saying, take ye from among you an offering unto Yah. Whosoever is of a willing heart, let him bring it an offering of, of, of Yah, gold and silver and brass, and blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen and goat's hair, and ram skins and dyed red, and badger skins and shittim wood, and oil for the light, and spices for anointing oil, and for sweet incense, onyx stones, and stones to be set for the ephod and for the breastplate. And every wise hearted among you shall come and make all that Yah has commanded. And remember, he's already, the Most High has already given Moses all these instructions. Moses is about to give it to the people, and the work is going to be done. 
and, and the tabernacle in his tent and his covering, his statues and his borders, his bars, his pillars, and his sockets, the ark and the staffs thereof with the mercy seat and the veil of the covering, the tables and his staffs and all the vessels and the showbread, the candlesticks also for the light and his furniture, his lamps and the oil of the light for the light. And the, incense, and the incense altar and his staff and the anointing oil and the sweet incense and the hanging for the door at the entering in of the tabernacle, the altar of burnt offerings with the brass brazen gate, his staff and all his vessels, the labor and his foot. The, hand, the hangings of the court, his pillars and their sockets and the hangings for the door of the court. The pins of the tabernacle and the pins of the court and their court, the clothes of service to do to do service in the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron the priest and the garments of his son to minister in the priest's office, and all the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses, and they came every one whose heart stirred him up, and every one whom his spirit made willing. And they brought Yah's offering to the work of the tabernacle of the congregation and for all his service and for, and for the holy garment. And they came, both men and women, as many as were willing-hearted, as were willing-hearted, and brought bracelets and earrings and rings and tablets, all jewels of gold, and every man that offered, offered an offering of gold unto Yah. And every man with whom he found blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen and goat's hair and red, red skins of goat of rams and badger skins brought them. Every one that did offer an offering of silver and brass brought the brought Yah's offerings. Every man with whom was found shittim wood for any work of the service brought it. And all the women that were wise-hearted did spin with their hands and brought and brought that which they had spun both of blue and of purple and of scarlet and of fine linen, and all the women whose hearts stirred them up in wisdom spun goat sticks. And the rulers brought onyx stones and stones to be set for the ephod and for the breastplate, and spice and oil for the light and for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense. The children of Israel brought a willing offering unto Yah. Every man and woman whose heart made them willing to bring for an all manner of work which I had commanded to be made by the hand of Moses. And Moses said unto the children of Israel, See, Yah has called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And he has filled him with the spirit of Yah, in wisdom, in understanding, and in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship, and to devise, and to devise curious works, to work in gold and in silver and in brass and in the cutting of stones to set them, and in the carving of wood to make any manner of cunning work. And he has put in his heart that he may teach both he and Aholab, the son of Ahashmah, the tribe of of the tribe of Dan. Them has he filled with the wisdom of heart to, to work all manner of work of the engraver and of cunning workmanship, or a cunning workman, and of the embroiderer, in blue and in purple and in scarlet, in fine linen, and the weavers, even of them that do any work, of those that devise cunning work. For the Most High gave 
these men this knowledge and a talent and a gift for it, also that they could teach it. So let's read verse 35 and 34, 34 again. And he put in his heart that he may teach both he and Aholiah, the son of Ahashma, of the tribe of Dan. So he gave him his wisdom, and then he gave him the ability to teach it to other people. Okay, so he wasn't the only one doing the work. Neither were these two the only ones doing the work. But they were given the wisdom that they knew how to do it, and then they taught the people how to do it. Then brought then wrought Bezalel and Aholib, every wise-hearted man, in whom Yah had put wisdom and understanding to know how to work all manner of work for the service of the sanctuary, according to all that Yah had commanded. And Moses called Bezalel and Aholib, and every wise-hearted man, in whose heart Yah had put wisdom, every even everyone whose heart stirred him up to come and to the work to do it. So these people had an unction. And I think I can do some authority. I can I can do some gold work. I can work with silver. I can do some woodwork. These things were put into the people, and the wisdom was given to these two men to train them as to how to do the work. Fine work. Because this work was for who? The most high. It had to be perfect. And they received of Moses all the offerings which the children, which the children of Israel had brought for the work of the service of the sanctuary to make it withal. And they brought yet unto him three offerings every morning. And all the wise men that wrought all the work of the sanctuary, the sanctuary came every man from his work for which he, they made. And they spake unto Moses, saying, The people bring much more than enough for the service of the work, which Yah commanded to make. And Moses gave commandment. And they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, That neither man nor woman make any more work for the offering of the sanctuary, so the people were restrained from bringing. So these people were, were bringing in abundance. Now, today, if you stay in a community, and you want a sanctuary, you want a place to go and worship the Most High, you want him to bless it, you need to bring the offering. You need to come out of your pocket, out of your out of your house, whatever it is, and bring the offering that the church might be built, that the tabernacle might be built. To worship the I am, because, you know, worshiping in, in one's home is fine. There come a time when the... the, the Gatherers become too many, and you need a central place to work, to worship. And so the bottom line is the Most High told the people to bring the offering. Those who were of a willing heart, bring it. Amen, amen. Let's move forward. Let me see here. Verse 7, 36 and verse 7. For the stuff that they had had was sufficient for all the work to make it, and too much. And every wise-hearted man among them that, that did the work 
of the tabernacle made ten curtains of fine twine linen and blue and purple and scarlet with cherubims of cunning work made he them. The length of one curtain was twenty and eight cubits, and the length of the one curtain four cubits, and the curtains were all of one size. And he coupled the five curtains one to another, and the other five curtains he coupled one to an, unto another. And he made loops of blue on the edge of one curtain, and the smash in the coupling. Likewise, he made the uttermost side of the another curtain in the coupling of the second. So these things were coupled together. Fifty loops made he in one curtain, and fifty loops made he in the edge of the curtain, which was the coupling of the second. The loops had one curtain to another, held one curtain to another. And he made fifty thatches of gold and coupled the, the curtains one unto another with the thatches, for it became one tabernacle. And he made curtains of goat's hair for the tent over the tabernacle, eleven curtains he made them. And the length of one curtain was thirty cubits, and four cubits was the breadth of one curtain, and eleven cubits were the one of one side. And he coupled five curtains by themselves and six curtains by themselves. And he made fifty loops upon the uttermost edge of the curtain in the coupling, and fifty loops made he upon the edge of the curtain which coupled the second. And he made fifty thatches of brass to couple the tent together, that it might be one. And he made a, a covering with the, the tent of ram skin, dyed red, and a covering of badger skins above that. So uh, these badger skins and, and these ram skins are going to make the uh, tabernacle what waterproof. And he made the boards of the tabernacle of shittim wood standing up, and the length of a board and the length of a board was ten cubits. And the breadth of one board was a cubit and a half. So these uh, these were not these were uh, wide and tall boards. One board had two tenons, equally distanced one from another. Thus did he make all the boards of the tabernacle. And he made boards for the tabernacle, twenty boards for the south side, southward, and forty sockets of silver he made under the twenty boards two sockets under one board for two uh, tenons, and the two sockets under the another board for his two tenons. And these, this word tenons is like a socket, I believe. Uh, let's see here. That word in the Hebrew is yad, the first letter of the Mosai's name. A primitive word or hand, one, the, the open one indicating power means direction, in distinction from 3709, the closed one, used as a noun or an adverb in a great variety of applications, both literally and figuratively, both proximate and remote, as follows. B, able, about, armholes. So these are armholes uh, that the sockets go into or the staffs go into. Okay, let's keep going. And two sockets under another board for his two tenants. And for the other side of the tabernacle, which is toward the north corner, he made 20 boards. And there are there, there 40 sockets of silver, two sockets under one board and two sockets under another board. 
and on the sides of the tabernacle westward he made six boards. And two boards made he for the corners of the tabernacle in the two sides. And they were coupled beneath and coupled together at the head thereof to one ring. Thus he did the both of them in both corners. And there was eight boards, and their sockets was every board two sockets. And he made bars of shittim wood, five for the boards of the one side of the tabernacle, and five boards for the uh, and five bars for the boards of the other side of the tabernacle. And five bars for the boards of the tabernacle for the sides westward. He made the middle bar to shoot through the board from one end to the other. And so this was like um, made it to where they could like um, fold. And the bar would be like if you look at the hinge on your door uh, and the metal pin that holds the, the your your uh, the hinges on the door to the hinges on the wall. This is what he just did. And he overlaid the boards with gold and made their rings of gold to be placed for the bars and overlaid the bars with gold. And he made a veil of blue and of purple and of scarlet and fine twine linen. The cherubims made he hit, made he it of cunning work. He made there of four pillars of shittim wood and overlaid them with, with gold. Their hooks were of gold. And he cast for them four sockets of silver and he made a hanging for the tabernacle door of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twine linen and needlework. And the five pillars of it were their hooks, and he overlaid their uh, chapters with their fillets and with gold. But their five sockets were of brass. Exodus chapter 37. And Bezalel made an ark of shittim wood, two cubits, and a half was the length of it, and a cubit and a half the breadth of it, and a cubit and a half the, the height of it. And he overlaid it with pure gold within and without, and made a crown of gold uh, to it round about. And he cast for it four rings of gold to be set by the four corners of it, even two rings upon one side of it and two rings upon the other side of it. And he made staffs of shittim wood and overlaid them with gold. And he put the staffs into the rings by the sides of the ark to bear the ark. And he made the mercy seat of pure gold, two cubits and a half worth the length thereof, and one cubit and a half the breadth thereof. And he made two cherubims of gold, beaten out of one piece made he them on the two ends of the mercy seat. One cherubim on the end of this side and another cherubim on the other end of the other side. Out of the mercy seat made he the cherubim, on the two ends thereof, and the cherubim spread out their wings on high and covered their wings over the mercy seat with their faces one to another, even to the mercy seat, seat was where the faces of the cherubim. And he made the tablets of shittim wood. Two cubits was the length thereof and the cubit of a breadth thereof and the cubit of a half a height thereof. And he overlaid it with pure gold and made thereunto a crown of gold round about. And he made thereunto a border of the hand that round about and made a crown of gold for the border thereof round about. And he cast for it four rings of gold and put the rings upon the four corners that were in the four feet thereof. Over against the border 
were the rings and the places of the staffs to bear the table. And he made the staffs of shittim wood and overlaid them with gold to bear the table. And he made the vessels which were upon the table, his dishes and his spoons and his bowls and the covers to cover with all of pure gold. And he made the candlesticks of pure gold. With beaten work made he the candlesticks. His shaft and his branch and his bowls and his knob and his flowers were of the same. And six branches going out of the sides thereof, three branches of the candlestick out of one side thereof, and three branches of the candlestick out of the other side thereof. Three bowls made he, three bowls made he a fashion of almonds in one branch, a knob and a flower, and three bowls made he like almonds in another branch, a knob and a flower, so throughout the six branches going out of the candlestick. And in the candlestick were four bowls made like almonds, his knob and his flower. And a knob under two branches of the same, and a knob under the two branches of the same, and a knob up under the two branches of the same, according to the six branches going out of it. Their knobs and their branches were of the same. All of it was one beaten work of pure gold. And he made his seven lamps and his snuffers and his snuff dishes of pure gold. And of a talent of pure gold made he in all the vessels thereof. And he made the incense altar of shittim wood. The length of it was a cubit, and the breadth of it a cubit, and it was four square and two cubits, and the height of it, the horns thereof, were of the same. And he overlaid it with pure gold, both the top of it and the sides thereof around about, and the horns of it. Also he made unto it a crown of gold round about. And he made the two rings of gold for it under the crown thereof by the two corners of it, upon the two sides thereof to be places for the staffs to bear it withal. And he made the staffs of shittim wood and overlaid them with gold. And he made the holy anointing oil and the pure incense of the sweet spices according to the work of the apothecary. So he's doing all this work as Yah has said. And he made the altar of burnt offerings of shittim wood, five cubits, with the length thereof, and five cubits the breadth thereof. And it was four score and three cubits the height thereof. And he made the horns thereof on the four corners of it. The horns thereof were of the same, and he overlaid it with brass. And he made all the vessels of the altar, the pots and the shovels and the basins and the threshers and the fire pans. All the vessels thereof made he of brass. He made all the altar of brazen grate of network of network under the compass thereof beneath unto the midst of it. And he cast four rings for the four ends of the grate of, of brass to be placed places for the staff. And he made the staffs of shittim wood and overlaid them with brass. And he put the staff into the rings of the sides of the altar to bear its weight. He made the altar hollow with boards. And he made the, the labor of brass and the foot of, of it brass and of the and of the looking glasses of the women of the women assembling, which assembled at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. That's the first time I remember reading that. Let me read that. And he made the labors of brass and the foot of brass of the looking of the looking glasses of the women assembling 
which assembled at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. That's a detail I've always missed. And he made the court on the south side southward to the hanging of the court where, of, where a fine twine linen and a hundred cubits. Their pillars were 20 and their brazen sockets 20. He the hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver. For the north side, the hangings were 100 cubits. Their pillars were 20 and their sockets of brass 20. And the hooks of the pillars and their fillets of silver. And for the west side was hanging of 50 cubits. Their pillars 10 and their sockets 10. And the hooks of the pillars and their fillets of silver. And for the east side, eastward, 50 cubits. And, hang, and the hangings of one side of the gate were 15 cubits, and their pillars three, and their sockets three. <coughs> and the other side of the court gate on, that, on this hand, and that hand was hanging of 15 cubits, and their pillars three, and their sockets three. All the hangings of the court round about were of fine twine linen, and the sockets of the pillars of wire, uh, and the sockets of the pillar were of brass the hooks of the pillars and their fillets of silver and the overlaying of their uh, chapters of silver. And all the pillars of the court were uh, filled with silver. And the hanging for the gate of the court was needlework, of blue and of purple and scarlet and fine twine linen. And 20 cubits was the length and the height of the breadth was five cubits and answerable to the hangings of the court. And their pillars were four, and their sockets of brass four, their hooks of silver, and the overlaying of their chapters, and their fillets of silver. And all the pins of the tabernacle and the courts round about were brass. This is the sum of the tabernacle, even of the tabernacle of testimony, as it was counted according to the commandment of Moses for the service of the Levites by the hand of Ithamar, son to Aaron the priest. And Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, the tribe of Judah, made all that Yah commanded Moses. And with his, with him was Aholeb, son of Hashma, of the tribe of Dan, an engraver, and a cunning workman, and embroidered in blue and in purple and in scarlet and in fine linen. All the gold that occupied for the work and all the work of the holy place, even the gold of the offering, was twenty and nine talents and 730 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. And the silver of them that were numbered of, of the congregation was 100 talents and 1,703 score and 15 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. A becca for every man, that is, half a shekel after the shekel of the sanctuary. For everyone that went to be numbered, from 20 years old and upward for 600,000 uh, 600, and 300,000 and 550 men. So 600,000, 600,000, 300,000, or so 603,550 600, men. And of the 100 talents of silver were cast in sockets of the sanctuary and the sockets of the veil. A hundred sockets of the 100 talents, a talent for a socket. And for the 1,775 shekels, he made hooks of pillars and overlaid their chapters and filled them. And the brass and the offering was 70 talents and 2,400 shekels. Now, remember, they got all this 
uh, coming out of Egypt and probably from the Moabites as well, whatever they took from the Moabites. That the Most High didn't say they had to burn. And therewith he made the sockets to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and the brazen labor, or the brazen altar, and the brazen gate for it, and all the vessels of the altar, and the sockets of the court round about, and the sockets of the court, and all the pins of the tabernacle, and all the pins of the court round about. Exodus chapter 39. In the blue and purple and scarlet, they made clothes of service to do the service in the holy place and made the holy garments of Aaron and Yah, as Yah commanded Moses. And he made the ephod of gold, blue and purple and scarlet, and fine twine linen. And he did beat the gold into a thin plate and cut it into wires to work it into the blue and into the purple and into the scarlet and into the fine linen, which was cunning work. They made shoulder pieces for it to couple it together. By the two edges was it coupled together. And the curious girdle for his ephod that was upon it was of the same, according to the work thereof, of gold, blue, purple, and scarlet, and fine twine linen, as Yah commanded Moses. And they wrought onyx stones enclosed in, in, in ounces of gold, graven as signets uh, graven as signets are graven, and the names of the and the, with the names of the children of Israel. And he put them on the shoulders of the ephod that he should be that they should be stones for a memorial to the children of Israel, as Yah commanded Moses. And he made the breastplate of the cunning work, like the work of the ephod of gold, blue, and purple, and scarlet and fine twine linen. It was fourscore. They made the breastplate double. A span was the length thereof, and a span of the breadth thereof being double. And they set it in four rows of stones. The first row was a sardis, a topaz, and a carbuncle. That was the first row. And the second row was emerald, sapphire, and diamond. And the third row was ligure, and agate, and amnet. And the fourth row was beryl, and onyx, and jasper. They were enclosed in ouches of gold, in their enclosing, stones were according to the names of the children of Israel. Twelve, according to their names, like the engravings of a signet, every one with his name according to the twelve tribes. And they made upon the breastplate chains at the end of of reason work of pure gold. And they made two ounces of gold and two gold rings and put the two rings into the two ends of the breastplate. And they put the two reason chains of gold in the two rings on the ends of the breastplate. And the two ends of the two reason chains, they fastened into the two ouches and put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod before it. And they made two rings of gold and put them on the two ends of the breastplate upon the border of it, which was, which was on the side of the ephod inward. And they made two other golden rings and put them on the two sides of the ephod underneath toward their forepart of it over against the other coupling thereof, above the curious girdle of the ephod. And they did bind the breastplates by their rings unto the rings of the ephod with a lace of blue, that it might be above the curious girdle of the ephod, and that the breastplate might not be loosed from the ephod as Yah commanded Moses. And he made the robe of the ephod of woven work all of blue. And there was a hole in the midst of the robe as 
as the whole of an habergian. Let's see what that is, a habergian. That word is takara, takaara, the original sense, a linen corset or a hollow. Okay? And there was a hole in the midst of the road as the hole of a habergeon with a, with a band round about the hole that it should not rend or should not tear. Let's see, where am I at here? Okay. And he made bells of pure gold and put the bells between the pomegranates upon the hem of the robe, round about between the pomegranates. And a bell and a pomegranate, a bell and a pomegranate, around about the hem of the robe to minister it as Yah commanded most. And they made coats of linen, of fine linen, of woven work for Aaron and for his son, and a mitre of fine linen, and godly bonnets of fine linen, and linen breeches of fine twine linen, and a girdle of fine twine linen, and a, gir- and a blue and a purple and a scarlet of needlework, as Yah commanded Moses. And they made the plate of the holy crown of pure gold and wrought upon it a writing, like it's the engraving of a signet, holiness to Yah. And they and they tied unto it a lace of blue to fasten it on, on high upon the mitre, as Yah commanded Moses. Thus was all the work of the tabernacle of the tent of the congregation finished. And the children of Israel did according to all that Yah commanded Moses, so did they. And they brought the tabernacle unto Moses, the tent and all his furniture, his baskets and boards, his bars and his pillars and his sockets, and the covering of ram skin dyed red, and the covering of badger skin, and the veil of the covering, and the ark of the testimony and the staff thereof, and the mercy seat the table and all the vessels thereof, and the showbread, and the pure candlesticks with the lamps thereof, even with the lamps to be set in order, and all the vessels thereof, the oil of light, and the golden altar, and the anointing oil, and the sweet incense, and the hanging for the tabernacle door, the brazen altar, and his grate, the brass, his staff, and all the, his vessels, the labor and his foot and the hanging of the court, his pillars and his sockets, and the hanging for the court gate, his cords and his pins, and all the vessels of the service of the tabernacle for the tent of the congregation, and the cloth of service to do service in the holy place, and the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and his son's garments, the minister in the priest's office, according to all that Yah commanded Moses. So the children of Israel made all the work. And Moses did look upon all the work, and behold, they had done it as Yah had commanded. Even so, they had done it, and Moses blessed them. So this had to be intricate, intricate work, and it had to be inspected by Moses, and he is just now what blessed everything. It's exactly as Yah has commanded it. Exodus chapter 40. And Yah spake unto Moses, saying, on the first day of the first month, thou shalt set up the tabernacle of the tent of the congregation, and thou shalt put therein the ark of testimony and the cover of the ark 
uh, with the veil, and thou shalt bring in the table and order the things that are to be set in order upon it. And thou shalt bring in the candlestick and the light and the lamps thereof. And thou shalt set the altar of gold for the incense before the ark of testimony, and put the hanging of the door to the tabernacle. And thou shalt set the altar of burnt offering before the door of the tabernacle of the tent of congregation. And thou shalt set the labor between the tent of the congregation and the altar, and shalt put water therein. And thou shalt set up the court round about, and hang up the hangings at the court gate. And thou shalt take the anointing oil, and be anointed, and anoint the tabernacle, and all that is therein, and shalt hallow it, and all the vessels thereof, and it shall be holy. And thou shalt anoint the altar of the burnt offering, and all his vessels, and sanctify the altar, and it shall be an altar most holy. And thou shalt anoint the labor, and his foot, and sanctify it. And thou shalt bring Aaron and his sons unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and wash them with water. And thou shalt put upon Aaron the holy garment, and anoint him, and sanctify him, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office. And thou wilt bring his sons and his clothes with them, and clothe, clothe them with coats. And thou shalt anoint them, as thou didst anoint their father that they may minister unto me in the priest's office, for their anointing shall surely be an everlasting priesthood throughout their generation. Thus did Moses, according to all that Yah commanded him, so did he. And it came to pass in the first month, in the second year of the first day of the month, that the tabernacle was reared up. So this is the first month in the second year. They've been gone out of Egypt two years, and this is the first month in the second year. And Moses rid up the tabernacle and fastened his socket and set up the boards thereof and put in the bars thereof and reared up his pillars. And he spread abroad the tent over the tabernacle and put the covering of the tent above upon it, as Yah commanded. Now, one thing we need to understand is Moses is not actually doing this work. The Levites are doing this work at his instruction. And he took and put the, the uh, testimony in the ark and set the staff on the ark and put the, the mercy seat above upon the ark. And he, brought, and he brought the ark into the tabernacle and set up the veil of the covering and covered the ark of the testimony as Yah commanded Moses. And he put the table in the tent of the congregation upon the side of the tabernacle northward without the veil or outside the veil. And he set the bread in order upon it before Yah as Yah had commanded Moses. And he put the candlestick in the tent of the congregation over against the table on the side of the tabernacle southward. And he lighted the lamps before Yah, as Yah commanded Moses. And he put the golden altar in the tent of the congregation before the veil. And he burnt sweet incense thereon, as Yah commanded Moses. And he set up the hanging at the door of the tabernacle. And he put the altar of burnt offerings by the door of the tabernacle of the tent of the congregation, offered upon it the burnt offering and the meat offering, as Yah commanded Moses. So Moses has to do everything that the Most High tells him, and exactly how he tells him, because he's actually teaching Aaron and his son and the Levites what they need to do. 
And he set the labor between the tent of the congregation and the altar and put water therein to wash with all. And Moses and Aaron and his sons washed their hands and their feet thereat, at this uh, labor. And when, and when they went into the tent of the congregation, and when they came near unto the altar, they watched as Yah commanded Moses. And he reared up the court around about the tabernacle and the altar and set up the hangings of the court so, so that Moses finished the work. Then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation, and the glory of Yah filled the tabernacle. So this meant when the Most High came down and filled this tabernacle uh, in the form of this cloud, this showed his approval. And Moses was not able to enter into the tent of the congregation because the cloud abode thereof, and he and the glory of Yah filled the tabernacle. And when the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the children of Israel went over in all their journey. So when the tabernacle uh, was put up and the presence of the Most High was there, the children of Israel stayed where they were at. And when the cloud left, the children of Israel went on wherever the Most High told them to go. But if the cloud were not taken up, then they journeyed not till the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of Yah was upon the tabernacle by day, and fire was on it by night in the sight of all the house of Israel throughout all the journey, their journey. So they see a cloud on the tabernacle by day, and at night it's all fire. But, you know, the tabernacle's not consumed, just like the bush, the burning bush. So that was Exodus chapter 40. We're going to go ahead and start in Leviticus, chapter 1. Leviticus, chapter 1, right in verse 1. And Yah called unto Moses and spake unto him out of the tabernacle of the congregation, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, if any man of you bring an offering unto Yah, you shall bring your offering of the cattle, even of the herd and of the flock. If his offering be a burnt offering, a burnt sacrifice of the herd, let him offer a male without blemish. He shall offer it of his own voluntary will at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before Yah. Now, He's not saying bring an offering for sin. He's saying, hey, if you want to bring an offering to me of your own free will, make it a male of your flock and make sure he's unblemished. And he shall put his hand upon the head of the burnt offering, and it shall be accepted for him to make atonement for him. And he shall kill the bullock before Yah. And the priest and son shall bring the blood and sprinkle the blood about upon the altar that is by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. So this can be a sin offering or it could just be an offering. If the man is to put his hand on the head of this animal, which he's transferring whatever he's transferring to this animal, whether it's sin or whether it's love, whatever it is he's transferring it to this animal, and then the animal is killed, and that 
is offered to the Most High by Aaron and his sons. One, he kills the animal and the blood is offered to the Most High. And he shall slay the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. And the sons of Aaron, the priest, shall put the, put the fire upon the altar and lay the wood in order upon the fire. And the priest, Aaron's son, shall lay the parts, the head and the fat, in order upon the wood that is on the fire, which is on the altar. And his legs shall be, be washed in water. And the priest shall burn all on the altar to be a burnt offering, an offering made by fire, of a sweet savor, a sweet smell unto Yah. And if, his, uh, and if his offering be of the flock, namely of the sheep or of the goat, for a burnt offering, he shall bring it in a bring it a male without blemish, and he shall kill it on the side of the altar northward before Yah. And the congregate and the priest Aaron and his son shall sprinkle his blood round about the altar, and he shall cut it into pieces, and the head and his fat. And the priest shall lay them in the order on the wood that is on the fire which is on the altar. And he shall wash the inwards and the legs with water. And the priest shall bring it all and burn it upon the altar. It is a burnt sacrifice, an offering made by fire of a sweet savor unto Yah. And if the, and if the burnt sacrifice for his offering to Yah be a fowl, bird, then he shall bring his offering of turtle dove or of young pigeon. And the priest shall bring it upon, and the priest shall bring it unto the altar and wring off its head and burn it on the altar. The blood thereof shall be wrung out at the side of the altar. And he shall pluck away his crop with his feathers and cast it beside the altar on the east side by the place of ashes. He shall cleave it with the, the wings thereof or cut it, but shall not divide it in two. And the priest shall burn it upon the altar, upon the wood that is upon the fire. It is a burnt sacrifice, an offering made by fire, a sweet savor unto Yah. Leviticus chapter 2. And when any will offer a meat offering unto Yah, his offering shall be made of fine flour, and he shall pour oil upon it and put frankincense, frankincense therein. Thereon, and it shall bring, and he shall bring it to Aaron's sons the priests, and he shall take thereof his handful of the flour thereof, and of the oil thereof, with all the fragrances thereof, and the priest shall burn the memorial of it upon the altar, and to be an offering made of fire of a sweet savor unto Yah. And the remnant of the meat offering shall be Aaron and his sons. It is a thing most holy of the offerings of Yah made by fire. And if thou bring an oblation of meat offering, bacon in the oven, it shall be an, uh, it shall, and if thou bring an oblation of meat offering baked in the oven, it shall be unleavened cakes of fine flour mingled with oil, or unleavened wafers anointed with oil. And thy ovulation be a meat offering, and if thy ovulation be a meat offering, bacon in a pan. It shall be a fine flour unleavened, mingled with oil. Thou shalt part. Thou shalt, shalt. Thou shalt part it in pieces and pour, pour oil thereon. It is a meat offering. 
So this is bread, and it's still calling the bread what? Meat. And if thy ovulation be a meat offering bacon in the frying pan, it shall be made of fine flour with oil. And thou shalt bring the meat offering that is made of these things unto Yah. And when it is presented unto the priest, he shall bring it unto the altar. And the priest shall take from the meat offering a memorial thereof. And it shall burn upon the altar. It is an offering made by fire of sweet savor unto Yah. <coughs> and that which is left of the meat offering shall be Aaron and his son. It is a thing most holy of the offering of Yah made by fire. No meat offering which you shall bring unto Yah shall be made with leaven, for you shall burn no leaven, for any nor any honey, in any offering of Yah made by fire. As for the ovulation of the first fruit, you shall offer them unto Yah, but they shall not be burnt on the altar for a sweet savior. In every ovulation of meat offerings shalt thou, shalt thou season with salt. Neither shalt thou suffer the salt of the covenant of thy Elohim to be lacking from thy meat offering. With all thine offerings thou shalt offer salt. And if thou offer a meat offering of thy first fruits unto Yah, thou shalt, shalt offer for the meat offering of thy first fruits green ears of corn dried by the fire, even corn beaten out of full ears. And thou shalt put oil upon it, and lay frankincense thereon. It is a meat offering, and the priest shall burn the memorial of it, part of the, be- part of the beaten corn thereof, part of the oil thereof, with all the frankincense thereof. It is an offering made by fire unto Yah. So here we have uh, the meat offering and how they were to be offered. And none of it could be cooked with leaven, and nor with honey. But everything was to be salted. If his ovulation be a sacrifice of peace offering, if he offer it of the herd, whether it be a male or a female, he shall offer it without blemish before Yah. And he shall lay his hand upon the head of his offering and kill it at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And Aaron and the sons, the priests, shall sprinkle the blood upon the altar round about. And he shall offer the sacrifice of the peace offering, and an offering made by fire unto Yah. The fat that covereth the inward, and all the fat that is upon the inward, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, which is by the flame, and the caul above the liver with the kidneys, it shall be take, shall it it shall it shall he take away. And Aaron's son shall burn it on the altar upon the burnt sacrifice which is upon the wood that is on the fire. It is an offering made by fire of sweet savor unto Yah. And if it's offering for a sacrifice, a peace offering unto the unto Yah be the, of the flock, male or female, he shall offer it without blemish. If he offer a lamb for his offering, then he shall offer it before, before Yah. He shall lay his hand upon the head of the offering and kill it before the tabernacle of the congregation. And Aaron's son shall sprinkle the blood thereof round about upon the altar. And he shall offer of the sacrifice of the peace offering, an offering made by fire unto Yah, the fat thereof and the whole rump, to show that he take off hard by the backbone. 
and the fat that covereth the enemy, all the fat that is upon the enemy, and the two kidneys and the fat that is upon them, which is by the flesh, and the call above the liver with the kidneys, kidneys, it shall he take away. And the priest shall burn it upon the altar. It is the blood, it is the food of the offering made by fire unto Yah. And if his offering be a goat, then he shall offer it before Yah. And he shall lay his hand upon the head of it and kill it before the tabernacle of the congregation. And the sons of Aaron shall sprinkle the blood thereof upon the altar round about. And he shall offer thereof his offering, even an offering made by fire unto Yah, the fat and the, that covereth the inward, all the fat that is upon the inward, and the two kidneys and the fat that is upon them, which is by the flame, and the call above the, the liver, with the kidneys, it shall he take away. And the priest shall burn them upon the altar. It is the food of the offering made by fire for a sweet savor. All the fat is Yah. It shall be a perpetual statute for your generations throughout all your dwellings that you eat neither fat nor blood. So the most I says the fat is here. As followers of his, we shouldn't be eating fat nor blood. I've heard a lot of people talk about they like the, the, the taste of fat. Even some some people who consider themselves keeping the law. And Yah spake unto Moses, saying, Leviticus chapter 4, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, If a soul shall sin through ignorance, now, we need to hear this because we think these things have changed in the New Testament. So I want to, I might slow down here because we need to hear this and understand. Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, If a soul shall sin through ignorance against any of the commandments of Yah, concerning things which ought not to be done, and shall do against, and shall do against any of them, if the priest that is anointed do sin according to the sin of the people, then let him bring for his sin offering, which he has sinned, a young bullock without blemish unto Yah for a sin offering. And he shall bring, and he shall bring the bullock unto Yah, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before Yah. And he shall lay his hand upon the bullock's head and kill the bullock before Yah. And the priest that is anointed shall take of the bullock's blood and bring it to the tabernacle of the congregation. As the priest shall dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle of the blood seven times before Yah, before the veil of the sanctuary. So this is for ignorant sin, still sin. And the priest shall put some of the blood upon the horns of the altar of sweet incense before Yah, which is in the tabernacle of the congregation, and shall pour all the blood of the bullock at the bottom of the altar of the burnt offering, which is at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And he shall take off from it all the fat of the bullock for the sin offering, the fat that covers the inward, and all the fat that is upon the inward, and the two kidneys and the fat that is upon them, which is by the flank, and the call above the liver with the kidneys, and it shall, and it shall he take away. And it was taken, and as it was taken off from the bullock, 
of the sacrifice of peace offerings, and the priest shall burn them upon the altar of the burnt offering, and the skin of the bullock and all his flesh, with his head and with his legs and his inwards and his dung, even the whole bullock shall he carry forth without the camp unto a clean place, where the ashes are poured out, and burn him on the wood with fire, where the ashes are poured out, shall he burn, shall he be burnt. If the whole congregation of Israel sin through ignorance, and the thing be hid from the eyes of the assembly, and they have that, and they have done somewhat against any of the commandments of Yah concerning things which should not be done, and are guilty, when the sin which they have sinned against it is known, then the congregation shall offer a young bullock for the sin, and bring him before the tabernacle of the congregation. And the elders of the congregation shall lay their hands upon the head of the bullock before the Lord, before Yah, and the bullock shall be killed before Yah. So we have the priest who sins, if he does a sin that the people have done, and he does it ignorantly, the day that he finds out, then he's supposed to offer a sacrifice. Now the people have sinned ignorantly. And they're supposed to bring a what? The day that they find out, they're supposed to bring an offering, a sacrifice. And the priest and his anointed shall bring the blood, blood to the tabernacle of the congregation. And the priest shall dip his finger in some of the blood and sprinkle it seven times before Yah, even before the veil. And he shall put some of the blood upon the horns of the altar, which is before Yah, that is in the tabernacle of the congregation, and shall pour out all the blood of the bottom at the bottom of the altar of the burnt offering, which is at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And he shall take all his fat from him and burn it upon the altar. And he shall do with the bullock as he did with the bullock for the sin offering. But he shall do with this, and the priest shall make an, an atonement for them. It shall be for, and it shall be forgiven them. And he shall carry forth the bullock without the camp and burn him as he burned the first bullock, as it is a sin offering before the congregation. When a ruler has sinned and done somewhat through ignorance against any of the commandments of Yah, his Elohim, concerning things which should not be done, and is guilty, or if he sin, or if his sin wherein he has sinned comes to his knowledge, he shall bring his offering, a kid of the goat, a male without blemish. He shall lay his hand upon the head of the goat and kill it in the place where they kill the burnt offering before Yah. It is a sin offering. And the priest shall take of the blood of the sin offering with his finger and put it upon the horns of the altar of the burnt offering and shall pour out his blood at the bottom of the altar of the burnt offering. And he shall burn all his fat upon the altar as the fat of the sacrifice of peace offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for him as concerning his sin. It shall be forgiven him. And if any one of the common people sins through ignorance, while he does somewhat against any of the commandments of Yah concerning these things, concerning things which ought not to be done and be guilty, or if he sin, or if his sin which he has sinned come to his knowledge, that he shall bring his offering, a kid of the goat, a female without blemish, for his sin which he has sinned. 
and he shall lay his hand upon the head of the sin offering and slay the sin offering in the place of the burnt offering. And the priest shall take of the blood thereof with his finger and put it upon the horns of the altar of the burnt offering and shall pour out all the blood thereof at the bottom of the altar. He shall take away all the fat thereof as the fat is taken away from off the sacrifice of the living of the peace offering and the priest shall burn it upon the altar for a sweet savor unto Yah. And the priest shall make an atonement for him and it shall be forgiven him. And if he bring a lamb for a sin offering, he shall bring it a female without blemish. He shall lay his hand upon the head of the sin offering and slay it for a sin offering in the place where they kill the burnt offering. And the priest shall take of the blood of the sin offering with his finger and put it upon the horns of the altar of the burnt offering and shall pour out all the blood thereof at the bottom of the altar. And he shall take away all the fat thereof as the fat of the lamb is taken away from the sacrifice of the peace offering. And the priest shall burn them upon the altar according to the offerings made by the by fire unto Yah. And the priest shall make an atonement for his sin that he has committed, and it shall be forgiven him. So this is for the ruler. Leviticus chapter 5. If a soul sin and hear, and hear the voice of swearing and is a witness, and whether he has seen or known of it, he do not utter it, then he shall bear his iniquity. So if you hear somebody, uh, if you hear somebody make a, a swearing, uh, an oath, and you're a witness, and then you don't come forth and let it be known that you're a witness, then he says you're going to hold your, you're going to bear your iniquity. Or if a soul touch any unclean thing, whether it be a carcass of an unclean beast or the carcass of an unclean cattle, or the carcass of an unclean creeping thing, if it be hidden from him, he also shall be unclean and guilty. For if he touch the uncleanness of a man, where whatsoever uncleanness it be, that a man shall be defiled withal. And if he and if it be hid from him, when he knoweth of it, then he shall be guilty. Or if a soul swear, pronouncing with his lips to do evil or to do good, Whatsoever it be with a man shall pronounce with, with an oath, and it be hid from him when he knoweth of it, and he shall be guilty in one of these. And it shall be when he shall be guilty in one of these things that he shall confess that he has sinned in that thing. And he shall bring his trespass offering unto Yah for his sin, which he has sinned, a female from the flock, a lamb of a kid, of a goat, for a sin offering, and the priest shall make an atonement for him concerning his sin. And if he be not, and if he be not able to bring a lamb, then he shall bring for his trespass which he has committed two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, unto Yah, one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. And he shall bring them unto the priest who shall offer that which is for sin, offering first, and wring off the head from the, his neck shall not divide it asunder. And he shall rent, and he shall sprinkle the blood of the sin offering upon the sides of the altar, and the rest of the blood shall be wrung out at the bottom of the of the altar. It is a sin offering. And he shall offer the second for a burnt offering, according to the manner of the priest shall make an atonement for him for his sin which he has sinned, and it shall be forgiven him. But if he be not able to bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons, 
and he that sins shall bring forth for his offering the tenth part of an ephah of fine flour for a sin offering, and he shall put no oil upon it. Neither shall he put any frankincense therein, for it is a sin offering. Then shall he bring it to the priest, and the priest shall take his handful of it, even a memorial thereof, and burn it on the altar. According to the offering made by fire unto Yah, it is a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for him, as touching his sin, that he has sinned in one of these, and it shall be forgiven him. And the remnant, of, and the remnant shall be the priest as a meat offering. And Yah, and Yah spake unto Moses, saying, If a soul commit a trespass and sin through ignorance, in the holy things of Yah, then he shall bring for his trespass unto Yah a ram without blemish out of the flock, with thy estimation of thy shekels of silver, after the shekel of the sanctuary for a trespass offering. So here we got the individual who sins through ignorance in the holy things. Okay? And he shall make amends for the harm that he has done in the holy thing, and he shall add the fifth part thereto and give it unto the priest. And the priest shall make an atonement for him with the lamb of the trespass offering, and it shall be forgiven him. Things, And then go in before the Most High and say that it's acceptable. But if you are, commit a sin in the holy thing, you went in and you touched something you weren't supposed to, you were unclean, uh, so forth and so on. Uh, verse Sixteen. He shall make amends for the for the harm that he has done in the holy thing. He shall add the fifth part thereof and give it unto the priest, and the priest shall make an atonement for him with the ram of the trespass offering, and it shall be forgiven him. And if a soul sin and commit any of these things which are forbidden to be done by the commandment of Yah, though uh, though he wist is not, yet it, he is guilty, and shall bear his iniquity. He shall bring a ram without blemish out of the flock uh, with thy estimation for a trespass offering unto the priest, and the priest shall make an atonement for him concerning his ignorance wherein he erred and with and knew it not. It shall be forgiven him. If it is a trespass offering, he shall certainly trespass against. If it is a trespass offering, he has certainly trespassed against Yah. <coughs> Leviticus chapter 6. And Yah spake unto Moses, saying, If a soul sin and commit a trespass against Yah and lie unto his neighbor in that which he was delivered him to keep or in fellowship or in a thing taken away by violence or hath deceived his neighbor or hath found that which was lost and lieth concerning it and swears falsely in any of these that man does do it, sinning therein. Then it shall be, because he has sinned and is guilty, that he shall restore that which he took violently away. And the thing which he has deceitfully gotten, or that which was deceived, which was delivered him to keep, or the lost thing which he has found was found, or all that about which he has sworn falsely, he shall even restore it, restore it in principle, and shall add the fifth part more thereto and give it unto him whom he has uh, it pertaineth in the day of the trespass offering. And he shall bring his trespass offering unto Yah, a ram without blemish out of the flock, that 
with thy estimate of the trespass offering unto the priest. And the priest shall make an atonement. And the priest shall make an atonement for him before Yah, and it shall be forgiven him for the thing, for anything of all that he has done in the trespass therein. And Yah spake unto Moses, saying, Command Aaron and his son, saying, This is the law of the burnt offering. It is the burnt offering because of the burning upon the altar all night until the morning. And the fire of the altar shall be burning in it. And the priest shall put on his linen garment and his linen and his linen breeches, and shall be put upon and shall put upon his flesh, and take up the ashes which the which the fire has consumed with the burnt offering on the altar, and shall put them beside the altar. And he shall put off his garments and put on his other garments, and carry forth the ashes without the camp unto a clean place. And the fire on the altar shall be burning in it, shall not be put out. Priests shall burn wood on it every morning, and lay the burnt offering in the order upon it. And it shall be, and he shall burn through thereon the fat of the peace offering. The fire shall ever be burning upon the altar; it shall never go out. And this is the law of the meat offering: the sons of Aaron shall offer it before Yah before the altar. He shall take of it his handful of the flour of the meat offering and of the oil thereof and of the frankincense which is upon the meat offering and shall burn it upon the altar for a sweet savor, even the memorial of it unto Yah. And the remainder thereof shall Aaron and his sons eat. With unleavened bread shall it be eaten in the holy place. In the court of the tabernacle of the congregation shall they eat it. And it shall not be bacon, and it shall not be bacon with leaven. I have given it unto them for their portion of my offerings made by fire. It is most holy, as is the sin offering, and as is the trespass offering. And all the males among the children of Aaron shall eat of it. It shall be a statute forever in your time, in your generations concerning the offerings of the of Yah made by fire. Everyone that touches them shall be holy. And Yah spake unto Moses, saying, This is the offering of Aaron and of his sons, which they shall offer unto Yah in the day when he is anointed, the tenth part of an ephah of fine flour for a meat offering, perpetual, half of it in the morning and half thereof at night. So these are things that they got to do every day. In a pan it shall be made with oil, and when it is bacon, thou shalt bring it in, and the bacon pieces of the meat, Offering shall thou offer for a sweet savor unto Yah. And the priest of his son that is anointed in the in his stead shall offer it. It is a statue forever unto Yah. It shall be holy burnt. For every meat offering for the priest shall be holy burnt. It shall not be eaten. And Yah spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and to his son, saying, This is the law of the sin offering. In the place where the burnt offering is killed, shall the sin offering be killed before Yah, it is most holy. The priest that offers it for sin shall eat it. In the holy place shall shall it be eaten, in the court of the tabernacle of the congregation. Whatsoever shall touch the flesh thereof shall be holy. And when there is sprinkled uh, of the blood thereof upon upon any garment, thou shalt wash that whereupon it was sprinkled, in the holy place, 
that the earthen vessel wherein it was sodden shall be broken, and it is and if it is sodden as a, a as a, a brazen pot, it shall be scoured in water. All the males among the priests shall eat thereof. It is most holy. And no sin offering whereof any of the blood is brought unto the tabernacle of the congregation to reconcile without the holy place shall be eaten. It shall be burnt in the fire. Likewise is the law of the trespass offering. It is most holy. In the place where they kill the burnt offering shall they kill the trespass offering, and the blood thereof shall be sprinkled round about upon the altar. And he shall offer of it all the fat thereof, the rump and the fat that covers the inward, and the two kidneys and the fat that is on them, which is, which is by the flank, and the call that is above the liver, which the kidneys, it shall, be, it shall he take away. And the priest shall burn them of offering made by fire unto Yah. It is a trespass offering. Every male among the priests shall eat thereof. It shall be eaten in the holy place. It is most holy. As the sin offering is, so is the trespass offering. There is one law for them. The priest that maketh atonement, therewith shall have it. And the priest that offers any man bur- any man's burnt offering, even the priest shall have to himself the skin of the burnt offering which he has offered. And all the meat offering that is baking in the oven and all that is dressed in the frying pan and in the pan shall be the priest that offers it. And every meat offering mingled with oil and dry shall be uh, all the sons of Aaron uh, that Aaron has, one as much as another. And this is the law of the sacrifice of the peace offering, which he shall offer unto Yah. If he offer it for a thanksgiving, then he shall offer with the sacrifice of thanksgiving unleavened cakes mingled with oil and unleavened wafers anointed with oil. And cakes mingled with oil, a fine flour, fried. Besides the cakes, he shall offer for his offering leavened bread with the sacrifice of thanksgiving of his peace offering. And of it, and of it he shall offer one of, out of the whole ovulation for his heave offering unto Yah. And it shall be the priest that sprinkles the blood of the peace offering. And the flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offering for thanksgiving shall be eaten the same day. He shall not leave any of it until the morning. But if the sacrifice of his offering be a vow or of a voluntary offering, it shall be eaten the same day that he offers his sacrifice. On the morrow also the remainder of it shall be eaten. But the remainder of the flesh of the sacrifice of the third day shall be burnt with fire. And if any of the flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offering be eaten at all on the third day, it shall not be accepted. Neither shall it be imputed unto them that offers it. It shall be an abomination, and that soul shall, that eats it shall, be, shall bear his iniquity. And the flesh that touches any unclean thing shall not be eaten. It shall be burnt with fire. As, the, as for the flesh, all, the, all that be clean shall be eaten thereof. But the soul that eateth of the flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offering that pertaineth unto Yah, having his uncleanness upon him, even that soul shall be cut off from his people. So the sacrifices and the offerings weren't a joke. You can lose your what? Citizenship. 
Moreover, the soul that shall touch any unclean thing, as of the uncleanness of man, or any unclean beast, or any abominable unclean thing, and eat the flesh of the sacrifice of the peace offering, which pertaineth unto, unto Yah, even that soul shall be cut off from his people. You lose your citizenship. And Yah spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, You shall eat no manner of fat, of ox, or of sheep, or of goat. And the fat of the beast that dieth of itself, and the fat of that which is torn from the beast, the beast, may be used in any other use, but it shall in no wise, but you shall in no wise eat of it. For whosoever eateth the fat of the beast, of which men offer an offering made by fire unto Yah, even that soul that eateth it shall be cut off from his people. Moreover, you shall eat no manner of blood, whether it be of the fowl or of the beast, in any of your dwellings. Whosoever, whatsoever soul it is, it is, uh, Whatsoever soul it be that eateth any manner of blood, even that soul shall be cut off from his people. And Yah spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, He that offers the sacrifice of peace offering unto Yah shall bring his ovulation unto Yah of the sacrifice of the peace offering. His own hand shall bring the offering of, of Yah, made by fire, the fat with the bread, it shall, it shall he bring that the breast may be waved for a wave offering before Yah, and the priest shall burn it, burn the fat upon the altar, but the breast shall be Aaron and his son. And the right shoulder shall be given, shall you give the priest for a heave offering of the sacrifices of your peace offering. He among the sons of Aaron that offers, he among the sons of Aaron that offers the blood of the peace offering and the fat shall have the right shoulder for his part. For the wave breast and the heaved shoulder have I taken of the children of Israel sacrifices from off the sacrifices of their peace offering, and have given them unto Aaron the priest and unto his son for a statue forever from among the children of Israel. Thus is the portion of the anointing of Aaron and the anointing of his son out of the offerings of Yah made by fire in the day when they when he presented them to minister unto Yah in the priest office. And when Yah commanded, which Yah, which Yah commanded to be given them of the children of Israel in the day that he anointed them by a statute forever throughout their generation. This is the law of the burnt offering, of the meat offering, and of the sin offering, and of the trespass offering, and of the, and of the consecration, and of the sacrifices of the peace offering, which Yah commanded Moses in Mount Sinai. In that day that he commanded the children of Israel to offer the ovulation unto Yah in the wilderness of Sinai. Leviticus chapter 8. And Yah spake unto Moses, saying, Take Aaron and his sons with him, and the garments, and the anointing oil, and the bullock for the sin offering, and two rams, and a basket of unleavened bread. And gather thou out all gather thou all the congregation together unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And Moses did that Yah commanded him, and the assembly was gathered together unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And Moses said unto the congregation, This is the thing which Yah commanded to be done. And Moses brought Aaron and his sons and washed them with water. And he put on him the coat and girded him with the girdle 
and clothed him with the robe and the ephod upon him, and he girded him with the curious girdle of the ephod and bonded and bound it unto him therewith. And he put the breastplate upon him. Also he put in the breastplate the Urim and the Thurim, Thurim, the mitre upon his head. Also upon the mitre, even upon his forefront, did he put the golden plate, the holy crown, as Yah commanded Moses. And Moses took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle and all that was therein and sanctified it. And he sprinkled thereupon the altar seven times and anointed the altar and all the vessels and both the labor and his foot and to sanctify them. And he poured of the anointing oil upon Aaron's head and anointed him to sanctify him. And Moses brought Aaron's sons and put coats upon them and girded them with girdles and put bonnets upon them as Yah commanded Moses. And he brought the bullocks for the sin offering. And Aaron and his sons laid their hands upon the heads of the bullocks for the sin offering. And he slew it, and Moses took the blood and put it upon the horns of the altar around about with his fingers and purified the altar and poured the blood at the bottom of the altar and sanctified it to make reconciliation upon it. And he took all the fat that was upon the embers and the call above the liver and the two kidneys and their fat, and Moses burned them upon the altar. But the bullock and his hide and his flesh and his dung he burnt with fire without the camp, as Yah had commanded Moses. He brought the ram for the burnt offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands upon the head of the ram. And he killed it, and Moses sprinkled the blood upon the altar round about. And he cut the ram into pieces, and Moses burnt the head and the pieces and the fat. And he washed the inwards and the legs in water, and Moses burnt the whole ram upon the altar. It was a burnt sacrifice for a sweet savor and an offering made by fire unto Yah, as Yah had commanded Moses. And he brought the other ram, the ram of the consecration, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands upon the head of the ram. And he slew it, and Moses took of the blood of it and put it upon the tip of Aaron's right ear and upon the thumb of his right hand and upon the great toe of his right foot. And he brought Aaron's sons, and Moses put the blood upon the tip of the right ear and upon the thumbs of the right hand and upon the great toes of the right feet. And Moses sprinkled the blood upon the altar around about. And he took the fat and the rump and all the fat that was upon the inward and the call and above the liver and the two kidneys and their fat and their right shoulder. And out of the basket of unleavened bread that was before Yah, he took one unleavened cake and a cake of oiled bread and a, one wafer and put them on the fat and upon the right shoulder. And he put all and he put all upon Aaron's hands and upon his son's hands and waved them over the waved them for a wave offering before Yah. Them from off their hands and burnt them on the altar upon the burnt offering. They were consecrated for a sweet savor. It is an offering made by fire unto Yah. And Moses took the bread and waved it for a wave offering before Yah. For, for of the ram of consecration, it was Moses' part, as Yah commanded Moses. So Moses gets this part right here, the bread. And Moses took of the anointing oil and of the blood, which was upon the altar, and sprinkled it upon Aaron and upon his garments and upon his sons, and upon his sons' garments with him. 
and sanctified Aaron and his garments and his sons and his sons' garments with him. And Moses said unto Aaron and unto his sons, Boil the flesh at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and there eat it with the bread that is in the basket of the consecration. As I commanded, saying, Aaron and his sons shall eat it, which remains of the flesh and the bread shall you burn with fire. And you shall not go out of the door of the tabernacle of the congregation in seven days, until the days of your consecration be at an end. For seven days shall be shall you be shall he consecrate you. And and he has done as he has done this day, so Yah has commanded to do to make an atonement for you. Therefore you shall abide at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation day and night, seven days, and keep the charge of the of Yah that you die not, for, for so I am commanded. So Aaron and his sons did all the things that Yah commanded by the hands of Moses. And I think I'm going to try to get through nine and maybe ten. And then we'll call it, an, uh, we'll call it a night. And it came to pass at the eighth day that Moses called Aaron and his sons, the elders of Israel, he said unto Aaron, Take thee a young calf of a sin offering and a ram of a burnt offering without blemish, and offer them before Yah. And unto the children of Israel thou shalt speak, saying, Take thee a kid of the goats for a sin offering and a calf and a lamb, both of the first year without blemish, for a burnt offering, and also a bullock and a ram of peace offering to sacrifice before Yah, and a meat offering mingled with oil, for, the, for today Yah will appear unto you. And they brought that which Moses commanded before the tabernacle of the congregation, and all the congregation drew near and stood before Yah. And Moses says, This is the thing which I commanded that ye should do, and the glory of Yah shall appear unto you. And Moses said unto Aaron, Go unto the altar and offer thy sin offering and the burnt offering, and make an atonement for thyself and for the people, and offer the offering of the people, and make an atonement for them as Yah, com- as Yah commanded. Aaron therefore went into the altar and slew the calf of the sin offering, which was for himself. And the sons of Aaron brought the blood unto him, and he dipped his finger in the blood and put it upon the horns of the altar and poured out the blood at the bottom of the altar. With the fat and the kidney and the caul above the liver of the sin offering, he burnt upon the altar as Yah commanded Moses. And the flesh and the, and the hide he burnt without, with fire without the camp. And he slew the burnt offering, and Aaron's son presented unto him the blood, and he sprinkled it around about the altar. And, and they presented the burnt offering unto him with the pieces thereof, and the head, and, the burnt, and he burnt them upon the altar. And he did wash it, the inwards of the legs, and burnt, them upon the, and burnt them upon the burnt offering of the altar. And he brought the people's offering and took the goat, which was the sin offering for the people, and slew it and offered it for sin as the first. And he brought the burnt offering and offered it according to the, according to the manner. And he brought the meat offering and took a handful thereof and burnt it upon the altar. And besides the burnt offering, and besides the burnt sacrifice of the morning. And he slew also the bullock and the ram for a sacrifice of peace offering, which was for the people and Aaron's sons presented unto him, the blood which he sprinkled upon the altar round about, and the fat of the bullock and of the ram and the rump 
and that which covered the inward, and the kidneys and the call above the liver. And they put the fat upon the breast, and he burnt the fat upon the altar. And the breast and the right shoulder Aaron waved for a wave offering before Yah, as Moses commanded. And Aaron lifted up his hand toward the people and blessed them, and came down from offering of the sin offering and the burnt offering and the peace offering. And Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle of the congregation and came out and blessed the people. And the glory of Yah appeared unto all the people. And there came a fire out from before Yah and consumed upon the altar the burnt offering and the fat, which when all the people saw, they shouted and fell on their faces. And we're going to stop right here, or we're going to start in verse in chapter 10 uh, next week uh, with Nadab and Abihu offering strange fire. And see what that means, uh, because uh, Yah has said that things have to be done a certain way. And so we're going to get into this on next week. I hope something was said. Uh, or read that uh, might encourage you to look into these things and and the lessons that are taught in them. I am reading through them uh, kind of quickly and explaining in some places, but there is a lot of deep matters here, spiritual matters, not just ritual, but even spiritual that the Most High wants us to learn from his sacrifices and from his laws. And so I encourage you all to, Dig into them deeper uh, to find out what is there. That being said, may the Most High bless you, keep you in your going-ins and your comings-out. Until next week, Yah bless. We'll start with Leviticus chapter 10. Good grief. All right. Um, Before we go, I want to say peace and blessings to my brothers. 831601, peace and blessings, my brother Shema. Hello. Hello. Hi, brother Lola Yak. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Who is this? Uh, this is your brother, A. Posse. Oh, man, I didn't even recognize your voice. What's going on, <laughs> my brother? Ah, nothing. Just listen to you read, listen to the lesson. Oh, amen. 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 I need to get my chapters right, but uh, it's all good. Uh, That's me. How are things going with you and your family? Uh, Over here, uh, no complaints. You know, the Most High woke us all up again this morning, gave us another chance to get it right. Um, over here, we're getting ready for the Sabbath to start. The sun hasn't went down completely. Um, but um, everything's good. I can't complain. You know, as long as um, we're on this side of life and everybody's um, still got a chance, you know, you can't complain about that. Amen. 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 So uh, tomorrow we're going to start uh, spiritual warfare. Uh, the series, because, you know, again, our people, we, we are constantly up under attack, and we think we think that it, we want to blame everybody, but most of us says we battle not against flesh and blood, so we need to find out really what we're battling. 
So we'll start that tomorrow in Foul Talk. But uh, the show is about to turn off, but I, you know, it's good to hear your voice. Uh, likewise, brother. I, I was listening. Um, you know, like you were saying, it's not just rituals. You know, uh, a lot of these things, uh, the most I was doing for us, um, one, to get clean, uh, one, for us to become that living sacrifice. So, but, yeah, it is um, it's, it's a good read, and it's unfortunate that most people that go to Sunday churches or so on and so forth, uh, they never read those things, even though it's in the book. Uh, amen. You know, well, hopefully the Most High will put it on their heart uh, to dig into this thing. Um, I know that most people won't, but, you know, uh, as many as he should call, they should go digging uh, to, to learn right. of the Most High and and to uh, try to live according as he has, he has dictated. Uh, I really can't wait until next week. We talk about Nadab and Abihu, uh, which their names mean liberal worship and what he does to liberal worship. You know, which tells me that you can't just bring anything and everything to the most high. That's not acceptable to him. Amen. So we'll get into that on next week. Uh, that being said, uh, peace and blessings to everyone. And let me find my closing song. Uh, and you're doing, you're still doing your Sabbath lessons now. Those, are you doing it on a blog talk or are they um, through text or what? Uh, myself, I, I've been doing a lot of my YouTube videos. I haven't been doing the Sabbath. I've been fellowshipping um, with um, Shemaya and Num Brothers on the Sabbath day when it comes in, but. Uh, I haven't did a um, Sabbath lesson since I had the uh, incident with the heart, but uh, just been listening to the word and doing things on YouTube that way. But not, uh, I haven't did a Sabbath lesson like that. It's got to be at least two months now, three. All right, man. Well, we'll pray that the Most High returns your strength to you and that you're able to continue in that mission. Amen. All right, amen. All right, uh, everyone, until next week, peace and blessings, and be good to one another.